Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This was also the big week for the Penguins. 49 days after firing Ron Hextall and uh, Brian Burke, they have hired their new president of hockey ops. That would be Kyle Dubas. He was really their number one choice. Then it looked like after he might stay in Toronto or take a year off that he faded out of that position. And all of a sudden, Brendan Shanahan says, uh, we're going to move on without you, Kyle. And he had all of a sudden an opening. And his wife suggested that he check out Pittsburgh. Why not? I think he was more ready to just take a year off and see what happens. But the meetings began. The relationship started, and now he is the man in charge. And there is the drastic difference there. He is the man in charge. He doesn't have to have a go-between between ownership and him. And that was Brendan Shannon. Here he is going to have direct contact with the Fenway Group on items of interest, and he will make final decisions, including who will be his general manager. So that is a decision that's next up, but it won't happen until after the NHL draft. Dubas will do the honors there, and he certainly has enough information on what's available, having spent all that time in Toronto. And listen, um, you know, I have my questions about whether or not he could, you know, get a team beyond the first round of the playoffs. But I think the number one issue when you try to analyze this is that he was in a no-win situation in Toronto, in the sense that. I mean, that is the most pressure-packed situation you can be in where they haven't won a Stanley Cup in nearly six decades. The pressure and the expectations are always to win the Stanley Cup, and if you don't, you're a failure. Or if you don't, you have issues with your decision-making. You know, much like the Penguins, when they got to playoff situations and lost, sometimes the most influential people in that loss is not the GM, not the coach, it's the players. It's the players who did not put up the kind of numbers. And if you look at why Toronto got eliminated, I guess, in their series uh, against Tampa Bay, it was because their star players did not produce like star players. You know, Dubas is responsible for a roster. He inherited the big guns. So that wasn't him. He brought in John Tavares and gave him a lot of money. You can have problems with that. He never did solve his goaltending issue in Toronto. He believed that Matt Murray was going to be the guy to take them this year and move them deeper in the playoffs. That did not happen. But he did assemble teams that won a lot in the regular season. 111 points this past year, 115 the year before, whatever the case may be, he put together teams that should do better in the playoffs. So, Obviously, the Fenway Group loves the fact that he was in charge of those situations. He's 37 years old. He's got a wealth of experience under his belt already at that age. And he will be given the keys to the vision of this franchise, where it goes from here. I think the most difficult thing for me, if I'm looking at this, is how does he maintain trying to be competitive now and also, at the same time, trying to build for the future? That's almost impossible to do, in my view. Uh, because you're, you you have a team that's heavy loaded with talent here that wants to win now. And if you believe their window is open, then you will sacrifice things in the future to accommodate the present. When you do that, you affect your future vision. 
There's no way around that. They've already given a lot of draft picks away, and rightfully so, in an attempt to win. If they want to continue to do that, that's fine. Except when it's time you know, to put together a team three years from now, what are you going to have to deal with if those players are still here? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So he's got a big assignment, Kyle Dubas, but he believes he can be able to handle it. We'll see how that goes. First up for him is Tristan Jari. The same exact thing that has ailed the Toronto Maple Leafs, has ailed the Penguins. Not enough big-time goaltending in the playoffs over the last five years. What does he do with Tristan Jari, who is an unrestricted free agent on July the 1st? He's not the only one who falls into that category. Arguably their best overall player the last half of the season was Jason Zucker. He, too, is unrestricted on July 1st. He has the problem of having too many contracts that are not only top-heavy in terms of money, but also no movement clauses. When you have no movement, you can't really do all that much unless a player agrees to move. That's going to be a tricky assignment as well. We'll see what he does. But they have issues on their bottom six. They have issues on their defense. They have issues in goal. That's a lot to try to solve in one off season. But Kyle Dubas believes he can get that done. We will see. And obviously time will tell whether or not he's the right choice for here. Uh, he certainly had the most experience of anyone who was available, and uh, most hockey people believe that he's the kind of guy who can come in and accomplish this stuff. We will find out. One thing he did say about his two areas of concern, which would be the bottom six and defense, is those players have got to be super, super competitive. He, you know, The Penguins under Ron Hextall let a lot of those kind of guys get away, most notably Brandon Tanev. They're going to have to be good, but they got to be super, super competitive. And they got to do what you see teams like Florida and Vegas. No coincidence, they're both in the Stanley Cup final. They got bottom six guys who are not only, you know, super, super competitive, but putting up like big time numbers. You know, Vegas comes at you with Keegan Colasar and William Carrier, who's been really good, and Nicholas uh, Waugh. Those guys, as a fourth line, have done. You know, what Stahl, Cook, and Kennedy did for the Penguins back in their first opportunity to win when Sidney Crosby was younger. Um, you, you need players like that. There's no question. you got to come up with them. They made a great trade to get Ivan Barbashev uh, at the trade deadline. That was big. Those kinds of players are invaluable because you're never going to get these star players to do everything. You can't. It's impossible in a playoff situation. Do they have to do a lot? Sure they do. But they also have to have complementary pieces. Without it, you cannot win. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 